0: God bless you. God richly bless you. We are so happy to be back on the podcast once again to share a word from the Lord. I am so grateful to all that God has done. I'm so grateful how he had kept me and how he had preserved my life. I thank God for just being good help and good strength and all because of him. I thank God because He is my righteousness. My righteousness is the equivalent of filthy rags. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, I can stand for my Father. I thank God for that. I thank God for each and every one of you who decided not to rob you to listen to this brief message. I pray we encourage your heart. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I am so grateful for who you are to me. Father, I love you with all my heart. You're the only God that I know that had never left me, never forsaken me. And I thank you for that. I thank you because you love me with everlasting love. I thank you that you're there beside me when I'm weak. You're my very present help. I thank you for that, Father. I thank you for all you've done. I thank you for your grace. Your amazing, sufficient grace that sustains me when I feel given up, oh God. And I thank you for your mercy. Because, Lord, if I would not be able for your grace and your mercy. And I'm just so i so honored and so so grateful just to be able to come into your presence. Not because of anything I've done, Daddy. It's because of what Jesus did on the cross for my sin. And I thank you for the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And I ask, oh God. In the name of Jesus, you forgive me, for I have sinned against you. Wash my sins away in Jesus' precious blood. And Father, I forgive. Just as you have been rich in mercy towards me, Father, I forgive. I forgive those who hurt me, who misjudged me, who 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 characterized me and contest, who who put me down and made me feel like I was nothing and they altercise me I forgive them father I forgive them I forgive them father father your word is a lamp to my feet it's a light to my path father the very entrance of your word give it light so lord thank you for your precious word father I take no glory in anything I hide myself behind a cross move mark out the way and lord have your way have your way, Father, because someone needs to hear a word from you. So, Father, I say, Lord, use this imperfect vessel to do your perfect will. And I thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Again, I've been studying the book of Nehemiah, and then when you look at Nehemiah, Nehemiah was a restorer. Nehemiah was a rebuilder. He First, saw something that grieved his heart. He saw the broken down walls of Jerusalem, and a sight of it broke him down. To the king, asking, "Why are you so sad?" He said, "I saw something that grieved my heart." And during this 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 time, we're sheltered in place; we're not going anywhere. Does it grieve your heart that we got to this point? Does it grieve your heart, the condition of this country, this nation, this world, really? Because when I look back at this, this virus did not just happen overnight. It didn't come on all by surprise. One thing... uh, God knew about it before we did. <laughs> and he always prepares a way for us. He always prepares a way for us in his word. Does it grieve your heart that we didn't see the signs? We didn't see the signs of this thing coming on us? God always prepares us. He said, stand fast. He said, watch and pray. So he always prepares us by his word and by his spirit for things that will come up against us. Does it grieve your heart? Does it grieve your heart the condition of the body of Christ? Before this happened and during this happened, before this happened, we had all kinds of divisiveness. We were judgmental. We spent time on YouTube and Facebook tearing each other down. Trying to find out what person is doing this, what he or she is doing. Did it grieve your heart that many people were staying home and were not going to a local fellowship? Because they got tired of all the hypocrisy and the judgmentalism that was happening in the local church building. So they figured I'm going to go home and meet God at my house. Did it grieve your heart that twenty two million Americans don't attend a local church in that area did it grieve you Did your own your own personal uh walk with Christ could we got out of alignment we got out of alignment with God Hebrews 11.6 tells us without faith not not tithing not giving a thousand dollars no. Without faith, it's impossible to please or be in proper alignment with God. But he that comes to God must first believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. Have we been seeking the face of God? Or have we spent more time seeking the hand of God? Has our preaching been based on our own educational background? Do we get sermons put together on Saturday night to present the Sunday morning as if we're so, so high and mighty in the spirit? When we're all aligned. We got alignment got out of line with God. Has our intimate walk with Christ Become more of an ex asking, begging, pleading. Instead of being in his presence and just enjoying just being with your heavenly father. Has it grieved you? See, Nehemiah saw something that grieved him. So he went to Kings and said, Can I get permission to go back and restore the broken down walls of Jerusalem? Now, now Anybody understand real estate, before the house is shown to a potential new resident, they come a, a appraiser, and what the appraiser does, he, they he or she go to the house and find anything to be repaired before the new client goes into the house. Now one thing they look for are termites. Now termites are very small little creatures. But what they do, they eat at the foundation of the house until eventually the house becomes unlivable have we as the children of God, allowed termites to creep into our walk with Christ personally and our corporate praising and worship and our corporate preaching to where they've eaten away at the foundational truth of God's word. We have to go back and repair. Kind of go back and get our relationship with God restored. To where it's not all about you, it's all about Him. All about lifting up the name of Jesus and saying, Lord, use me as an instrument of your love. So Nehemiah had to get permission. And when he did, before he went back to rebuilding, he got a people together on the same page, on one accord. doing this shelter in place, I hope you have re-examined your associations. Because when it is over, we cannot be as it was before. So during this time, have you re-examined those in your circle of friends? Have your friends be a source of encouragement? Have they been edifying and comforting and exalting you during this time? You can can't have everybody in your ear. Because God wants to do some rebuilding in us. And it takes people with the same mindset. We can't have the same mindset we had before we went into this crisis. When this crisis is over, we cannot go back to that same way. If we do, we haven't learned anything. Anything. So have you realigned yourself not only with God, but have you reassess your circle of friends? Have you reassess your personal commitment to God? To where now you're more intimate with him. I'm telling you something, I have been more intimate with the Heavenly Father to where I just talk to him like I'm talking to you. No big uh, speech. Just talking to Him. Just sharing my heart. And then sometimes I've learned this. I'm not saying a word. I'm laying on my bed and I'm hearing music that blesses my heart. That revives my soul. That connects me to my Heavenly Father. Do praise and worship. Instrumental music. Meditation music. Because I want to hear from God, I've noticed since this crisis had become, had had come full circle, everybody got a word from the Lord, a prophetic word. God said this, and God said that, and God said this, and God said that. I'm grateful that I have discerned, and at times I don't want to hear from nobody. I need to hear. From God for myself. That part not only realigning but reassessing. Am I running to God to hear the voice of the good shepherd? Or am I going to my favorite preacher online or on TV to hear a word? There's a Facebook page called Prophecy Room. And there's all the prophecy I got a tread. A tread means you give a word, I give a word. To give one, you get one. And, like, this is not what prophecy is for. That's like kind of game show contest. So, a lot of times, when I hear someone, I got a word from God, I'm like, okay, thank you. But I want to hear what God is saying to me. And see, this rebuilding of our relationship with God will take time, not going to happen overnight. But we have to start somewhere. And it starts first recognizing that we've missed it. We got out of line with God. It's like in the Garden of Eden when Adam sinned against God. God was saying, Adam, where are you? Not talking in the physical, but in the spiritual. And God saying the same thing to all of us. Mark, where are you? when it went back and rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem it took time it took time and effort it's going to take time effort discipline persistence resilience like never before because I believe in my heart that the great revival that we've been talking about for years and years will only start when we first get back and realign with God we assess our relationship with him. And not only with him, but with, each, with ourselves and with our family and loved ones. Many people are saying, I'm home now with my family, but drive driving me crazy. I don't want to get out of here. That's not purpose of, no, this is the time for you and your family to come even, even closer together. That conversation. I wonder how many of you parents actually know what your young person is doing. Now they're home. Have you talked to them or talked at them? Do you really know what's going on with their social media page? If you are a parent, you've got to know what Instagram, Facebook account, FaceTime account your son or daughter has. I'm on every social media page my daughter is on. I want to know what's going on with her. Have you taken this time to reassess your relationship with your children to where you're talking to, having a conversation? And have you, as a husband, reassess your relationship with your wife and wife to your husband? Put now you got to draw on closer. As the Bible said, two of you shall agree. Have you got to agree? with your spouse see this is a time you can sit down and and discuss something with them and discuss you know what there's some character float I see in you that I don't appreciate this is time for real conversation with God with ourselves with others and I believe sometimes we don't take it through it took this time Forget alone, away from the crowd, and hear what doth saith the Lord. This is a time of rebuilding, reassessment, realignment, because God wants to revive us to send out in the world to share the gospel with somebody. Because there many people are hurting, people are hurting, people people are hurting. They're in fear. They're anxious for everything. And they're looking to the body of Christ, the living epistles, for hope, optimism. And if they can't find it in us, my God, what what where can they find it? Because right now, we are the living epistles. We are God's spokesman in the world. Not only by our words, but by our example. And that's what they're looking for. Not just words, but a lifestyle. A lifestyle. And I've been looking at Nehemiah and I say, my God, my God, my God, my God, I've missed it. And see, one thing, if you've been listening to this podcast, if anybody who knows me, I don't mind sharing my wounds. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Because I don't want people to think that, oh, I'm Superman, I'm Iron Man. No, 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 no. I'm an imperfect vessel of God to do His perfect will. I've missed it so many times, I can't count how many times I've missed it. Oh my God, I can always go back to my father and ask him to forgive me and get back in line with him. Oh, praise his name. Glory to his name. And I want you to reassess your work with Christ. Re-examine your own personal life. And then re-examine the relationship are important to you. God first, yourself and your children, your spouse. And then reassess your friendships. Are these friendships adding value to my life? Or are they pulling me away? Are they friendship or are they clicks? Difference. Friendship is very important. Friendship are people going to edify, exalt, and comfort you. Clicks are people who just sit around and talk about who doing what, who doing that. And right now, we don't need that. We don't need it right now. We need to go closer to God for our own personal walk, and we need people around us that will build up in their faith. Let's be a Nehemiah. Let's see a problem. Let's deal with it. Let's get ourselves together with God. That he may use us, as such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Again, I believe that someone would be blessed by this word. I, des- I desire in my heart to encourage you, I desire to build you up in your faith. And no, I'm not going to get on this podcast or any other thing I do and ask for money. I'm going to let you know now, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. God, has graciously to have books that are out there on Amazon.com. Go on Amazon.com. See a book that God blessed me to write, and you want to purchase it, do it on Amazon. But I will never ask for money. God supplies my need. God supplies my need. Keep praying for us here at the Inspired Word Ministries, and I pray each and every one of you be the person that God created you to be. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for your word. We bless you. We praise you for everything said and done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Go with God. And God will go with you. Be blessed.